We were talking about prophecy last episode. Can you trust it? Today we're going to talk about people who try to find hope in prophecy. You're listening to the 24-7 Prayer Warrior Podcast. Brought to you by 247prayerwarrior.com. Your place for personal and spiritual breakthrough. We're going to be considering these things today. You're going to be blessed. Again, we're, we're, we're going down this road because you, we need something to hold on to. Well, God speaks in the darkness to bring light. When you're experiencing turmoil, you want to find something that gives you hope to latch on to. And that's one of the benefits of prophetic utterances, that they're there for building up and edification. And we're considering a number of prophecies that relate to our time right now, particularly where the direction of the United States is going and the, the peace that President Donald J. Trump plays in that. So many did not, including myself, by the way, did not take the initial candidacy of Donald J. Trump seriously. As a matter of fact, just to being brutally honest, I told friends and family when he was running for president that I felt like he was like a James Bond villain, the billionaire that wanted to run the world. But I came across a number of prophecies which I've talked about in earlier episodes of the 24-7 Prayer Warrior podcast. And you can find that podcast in over 40 episodes of that podcast and a variety of, of platforms for podcasts that you, you'll find us on. And one particular prophecy that we've talked about, and you can also find this at 247prayerwarrior.com, all the, prof, the podcasts are listed there, as well as thoughts and articles and blogs and pages on this very subject. But Kim Clement, Prophet Kim Clement, prophesied a number of times all the way back since 2007 through 2014 of a presidency where the president would be somebody that God chose, and I'm summarizing from a number of prophecies now, from among the people that they were not going to be of the average political class. They're going to be different. They're going to come out of left field. People are going to be fooled by it, but yet he was God's chosen, and he calls him his David, somebody who was after his own heart, that this person would lead the nation and would be a, a person who would be a prayer, who at some point while in office would be baptized in the Holy Spirit with power, would speak the name of Jesus publicly starting out as a whisper and then as a loud trumpet and stand for the foundations of this nation, bring in protection on this nation, economic prosperity would come to this nation. And the corruption that had been built into the White House would be dismantled and eliminated. There's another pieces of that, but that's essentially was the prophetic utterance. And so I came across this prophecy in 2016, June of 2016, trying to figure out which candidate 
that I wanted to vote for. And I wasn't quite sure. There was a number. There was the governor of Wisconsin at the time. The ex-governor of Wisconsin was was leaning that way. Uh, And I was leaning toward a a couple of senators I was looking at. And I thought that maybe those were ones that we could rely on. But uh, as time went on, and I came across these prophecies by Kim Clement on YouTube, particularly of the one in February 2014 called The Veil, and we began to see things transpire that those prophecies had said would take place of that candidacy. So I began to watch, and then as President Trump became the candidate for the Republican Party, I I was on board. I said, okay, I've seen these things are happening, so we're believing for this. And sure enough, he got into office. Well, here we are in 2020, December of 2020, and so many things have been upended, and an election to me is clearly of that has been of of wrought with fraud. But I can go back even as you can find on our Twitter page that it's called at twenty four seven prayer p a r a y e r w a r r i and the number one that. On April 25th of 2020, God showed me that this election was going to be riddled with huge fraud. That matter of fact, the word was that this was the biggest one, that all the stops were going to be pulled, and this was going to be the one where election fraud was going to be just the strongest effort. You can read it there on the, the Twitter page. It's the top of the post. It's pinned to the, uh, pinned to the, the page, our page. And uh, and that sh- right there, I knew something was going to happen. God began to speak. So and here we are now, and and this is clearly what's happened. And so many are beginning to side with Joe Biden as the next president. And yet now other people are coming around, seeing that no, that you know this is go- this 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 election was stolen. There's plenty of evidence of how this was done, but yet our courts as of right now do not want to look at this. And so a lot of us are wondering why, you know, what's happening? What is God doing? The prophetic utterances that were given were for two terms. So how do we reconcile all that? So I say in a macro sense, but also for where we're going as a nation and as a people, but I also want to drill down personally where God gives specific prophetic utterances to you and your life and where to go. Matter of fact, when God speaks to you, he's going to speak most often to you personally. And those utterances are to guide you and lead you toward him and to serve him. And uh, there could be a lot of blessing, but a lot of times it's for correction that he was trying to put you on the right path. And so There are scriptures that are related to prophetic utterances that we need to consider. First Corinthians 14 with verse one, dropping down to verses 24 to 25 and wrapping up down at verse 29. Verse one. Pursue love, yet earnestly desire spiritual gifts, but especially 
that you may prophesy. And then dropping down to verse 24. But if all prophesy, and an unbeliever or an ungifted man enters, he is convicted by all. He is called to account by all. The secrets of his heart are disclosed, and so he will fall on his face and worship God, declaring that God is certainly among you. And wrapping up down at verse 29. Let two or three prophets speak, and let the others pass judgment. I encourage you to check out episode 43 of the 24-7 Prayer Warrior podcast. In that episode, we discuss and begin to introduce this topic of prophecy and prophetic utterances and how to view them. Can you trust them? Can they be trusted? But in the next scripture that I'm going to share with you in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, clearly prophetic utterances are to be a part of God's people's lives. And there are ways to handle them. But we are implored in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 1, to, to in order to want to desire, earnestly desire to prophesy. We can't be scared of things that we may screw up in. And, and in episode 43, I share one time where I gave a prophetic utterance that uh, at the time didn't seem to turn out right. And it took several years to go by before we found out it did was right. It was what God had spoken, but it was for a future time. And that's where we want to interpret things in our direct experience that moment and in light of our own views. And when we do that, we're going to miss the message. And I think that's where we're going to miss the message of Kim Clement's prophecy, The Veil, in February 2014, because the number of pieces to that that have yet to be fulfilled, and all of a sudden as these events in our lives are beginning to unfold, it's clear that it's a possibility that we're going to start seeing some of those fulfillments, but they're yet to be seen in the future. And it may not be starting in January 2021, unfortunately. It may be down the road. The prophecy of two terms may not necessarily mean consecutive terms. We'll have to see. In my spirit, I, I believe it is consecutive terms, but yet there is a hesitancy there, which means oftentimes that God reveals to me that uh, there's going to be a gap. There's going to be something different. Again, you, you can be given things and think nothing of it and because it's not fulfilled and you really have no idea how it's going to be going to shake down. I was praying in 2011. I was spending a time of extended prayer. And if you go to the earlier episodes of this podcast, I discuss at length, at length how to reach up and really pursue and give the time. If you want breakthrough, you're going to have to invest. It's not a quickly, now I lay me down to sleep prayer and, and that's it. Although sometimes God does that. Most of the time, you got to put in the time and the effort and go after it. Go after God if you really want it. And that's when your faith is really exercised. Well, that was, I, in 2011, I was going through one of those situations where I was praying about their future finances. I was praying for my children, where they were heading. I was praying for how I was going to get there. I was praying for a career. I was praying for my marriage. I was praying for a lot of things that were going on in our lives. 
an extended period of time. It was hours. And all of a sudden, I got a vision. I got a vision of my eldest son with a, a young girl. Uh, as and I knew right away, it was it somehow was his daughter. It was part of his lineage, my lineage. She was half white, half black. And then the word came that I was going to have a grandson following. And he was going to be a blessing and a lot of things there. And then I had a, a prophecy. And after that, it was shown that my daughter would have uh, her own and, 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 and an insight to what her husband might be in terms of uh, our relationship. And then I you know, began to see these things. And I wrote them down in a journal and I forgot about them. Fast forward years later, 2018. My son had already gotten married. And guess what? The woman he married had a young half-black daughter. And guess what? He had a son later on. And guess what? My daughter got married. And she had, by the way, she was healed of stage four lymphoma. That's for a whole episode on itself. Miraculously healed. And then told she never could have children. And she's had a child. After her marriage, she got married, had a child, and now she has her second on the way. But I had forgotten about that journal entry. It was after my son had gotten married. And I'm going through this journal, and I read this thing, and I'm astounded. Here's the thing, though, is it might have helped, because my, my son was trying to make the decision. It was a time to get married. Did he find the right one? Perhaps that prophetic word would have helped. It would have helped to make that decision. It would have solidified it to make sure, hey, you know what, you're doing the right thing. But it was after the fact, confirmation, after he got married, I sent a screenshot of that that prophecy I said you you're not gonna believe this and I sent it to him so there you go I mean a lot of things that happen there's also a piece in there that that really hasn't been fulfilled quite right and I might have misinterpreted might have taken a different uh, direction I don't know we're still trying to figure some of that out I won't go into that detail but the point is God gives things if we pursue him and that's the wonderful thing but we also have to have patience and not go overboard and jump ship when things don't go exactly the way we want and how we see it and mind you sometimes it is us that we did things out of disobedience we did things that out of lack of faith and fear that either delayed or have redirected us to a different direction where god ultimately did not want us to have to go it was like plan b okay we'll deal with that and off we go. And you find that in the scripture over and over again as well. You find that. That's, you know, so here, so this is what we're saying. So it's time to settle in and be open to what God's going to do and, and be not be fearful and to stand up and meet the challenge as it comes.
sense right now, even as we're on the show and prophets are speaking, I just want to encourage those watching. You are prophetic too. You have authority in prayer. And this mantle of Elijah that will dethrone Jezebel is available to the entire church. And we are going to see Jezebel, that radical feminist spirit. I believe God said to me, hell is being not only broken off the White House, hell will be broken off of homes in 2020. That was Jeremiah Johnson from a YouTube episode of It's Supernatural with Sid Roth. It was called Prophecies for 2020, a prophetic outlook. And I've actually posted a link to that video, the entire episode. Uh, on January 27th, uh, 2020, I posted it. If you go into the uh, blogs uh, under uh, Prophecies uh, for 2020, in the January uh, archive, you can find it there on the 247prayerwarrior.com website. And uh, he shares there, again, that, that word, that's, that's, that's the thing about prophecy, is it was back in January that was given in that episode for the future outlook of 2020. A lot of things have happened, transpired, and you'll find a lot of fulfillment of a lot of what they said is in that episode has taken place. And you'll also find some of their interpretation of what those words meant uh, was different the way it's planned out. And that's just because we're human beings. We're, 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 we, we, we fail. We're weak. You know, I am not a prophet, nor am I the son of a prophet. I am a weak man. I have made huge mistakes. And we want to call us mistakes, you know, but sin. I've sinned. I've done wrong things that God has forgiven me since. But I've done wrong things. I'm a failure. But yet God still spoke to me and led me in a lot of different ways. And often, because it's not for me always. It's for other people. It's for my family. It's for the future. So you can't just get lost on the fact that you're a failure or a you, you have shortcomings. We all do. But I want to encourage you to listen to that episode. But right now, as we always do, we go into our time of prayer as we close out this episode. And we're going to allow Jeremiah Johnson in that episode toward the end when he began to pray, lead us in prayer. You know, Daniel 7.25 is just something that's really burning in me right now. It says that Satan would speak out against the saints and try to wear them down. And even in this room tonight, Sid, I feel that God wants to break off a spirit of discouragement. Uh, I Jeremiah, have, it's not just this room. It's all over the world. All over the world. I, I, I have fire in my bones again for the baby boomers. Again, I don't want to try to keep targeting that demographic. But, Lord, we just pray in Jesus' name in this room and all around the world, Lord, that baby boomers, a spirit of discouragement and weariness and even physical attacks would be broken off of your body right now. There's been an attack on many people's firstborn son or daughter. You're a baby boomer. I believe the Lord is saying that there's been an attack 
against your firstborn son or daughter, trying to drive a wedge between your relationship. And we just reverse that curse right now in Jesus' name. We say, devil, you cannot have them in the name of Jesus. I know, I know, some of you have been looking for that blog page that I talked about in the last episode of some of the more fulfillments of the Kim Clement Prophecy of the Veil. I'm going to get it up there. Uh, the full-time job kind of took me away from that this week. I will get on that for you. Do me a favor, like, share, subscribe to this podcast, tell a friend about this podcast. This is 44 episodes. There's plenty of things on there that can bless the socks off you. And send me an email at 247prayerw at gmail.com. That's 247prayerw at gmail.com. Next episode, we will talk, continue to talk about this subject of prophecy and how you can personalize it and how to know what God is speaking to you. These are great times to live. Trust them today, will you?